Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, Buff Nation? Welcome into DNVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 36 p.m. every single day. Jake Schwanitz, my guy, once again. Andre Simone, welcome Ooh. back, my friend. Happy Cinco de Mayo to you. And to you. To super Thank producer you. Alyssa. To Rhino, who is twerking he today. He is twerking today. Twerking on the golf course. Yep. His natural element, where he's most... Uh, most at ease in this world yes. is twerking on a golf course. He loves that. It's one of the perks of his job. Yep. Very yeah. true. He gets to go do these golf events that we put on and just That's have all right. the fun. That's right. And my perk is I cover for him and I get to be on this show. Someone's got to work, right? Someone does have to work. And on golf days, it's your boy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we have a commitment. We have... New commitment just dropped. New yeah. commitment just <laughs> yeah. dropped. Hot off the press. Uh, we've got a very interesting article from The Athletic that we're <laughs> going to break new down. New slander against Coach Prime <laughs> just dropped, so we got Beautiful. to cover that. Yeah, Well said, well said. And then um, one of the top recruits in the nation puts out a top 10 and includes Colorado. My guy. What a time to be alive. Sure is. It sure is, yes. It's just a beautiful Friday in the Mile High City, man. And look at chat. They're hyped for you. Chris is hyped for you. Teeth, all these people. MLN. Look at that. Love you guys. EJ Amazing. Horton, former Marshall wide receiver. Yes. Has committed to Colorado. Yeah. He was just visiting last weekend. Who wasn't, honestly? That's you true. were there? Producer uh, Alyssa was there? Or was that two weekends ago? That was two Am I getting ago. my weekends mixed <laughs> up? Oh, my God. Last weekend was the post-spring game visiting. First week. Oh, was that a packed weekend? Or EJ get a little more of a... An intimate visit, let's say. I think it was I'm a little bit more weird. I'm just no, I think it was a little bit more closed off. I think it was just a handful of guys. I think I only knew about EJ. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, I love that. I love. But that. you can never really tell what's going on out there because uh, all of a of sudden there's a commitment that comes out the woodwork, and they're visiting there now. Right. Right. They're committing to Coach Prime at a restaurant. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but EJ Horton. Six foot one eighty receiver out of Marshall was a three star twenty twenty recruit who was recruited by one Mr. Sean Lewis. I believe EJ maybe had a commitment at one time. I don't know if it was a a verbal or a hard commitment, what it was, but there's a link there. That's why he's back here in Colorado or here in Colorado for the first time. Did not play in twenty twenty. Only played in two games in 2021. Which last means year. you kept the red shirt for that year of eligibility? I'd assume so. He's got a COVID year if he joined in 2020. Right. So we're talking about at least three years of eligibility. Probably mm -hmm. four, though, with that COVID season. I mean, last year could have been his actual like freshman year. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, right. Okay. But it's... I don't know what's going on. Marshall doesn't like to update their roster... Yeah, Drake's pretty and disappointed in those guys. <laughs> I just More disappointing, Marshall's roster people or the Twitter algorithm that might have shadow banned <laughs> you? <laughs> yes, for an Twitter hour was yesterday. on my nerves. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. you. Yeah, you uh. guys, you guys missed Sassy Jake off air. <laughs> it was fun stuff. It was really fun stuff. Uh, I'm gonna say the Marshall thing's more annoying because this is an actual player I want to talk about. 
ultimately the dude just cares about ball, and that's just, why we love you, a man. Football guy, yeah, bro. Absolutely. It's but so last true. year, twelve receptions, one hundred eighty-six yards, one touchdown. Yeah. Uh, we actually have some a clip that EJ posted on Twitter, Alyssa. If you wouldn't mind throwing that up whenever you get the chance. Um, Fifteen and a half yards per reception. So he's got some big playability, um, and you kind of see this in the the Twitter clips. This is from EJ's twitter itself you were like where'd you get these dude <laughs> this is straight up uh like an nfl film you know because <laughs> yeah. you having worked at sis you know you you've seen it I, too. i've seen it yeah i'll see uh daniel jeremiah and brian baldinger post the screen caps mm -hmm. and that's exactly what it looks like that film's probably straight from the portal actually but another guy who adds some speed um and yeah. at the very worst you're looking at someone that can help out in the return game on special teams as a gunner. Um, just utilize his speed in whatever ways you can if it's not scoring touchdowns, or maybe it is scoring touchdowns this year. Who knows? But has Coach Prime assembled one of, if not the fastest wide receiving cores in the Pac-12, Dre? In the Pac-12, yeah, you'd think. I mean, it should be right up there with USC and maybe Arizona, who's lost some pieces. What Oregon and Washington try to build through the years. Here we go. We got a return here. So, I mean, yes, on paper, just pure speed, especially with guys like Travis Hunter and Dylan Edwards uh, moonlighting in the in the wide receiver group. Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, can we kind of get a state of the wide receiver room at present? And what other targets in the portal we're looking at? Yes. Because this, more than any other position on the roster, is what I really have a bit of trouble keeping track of here. Um, so we had the guy that Ryan really liked, Jaque uh, John Johnson or Jackson. I can't remember the last name exactly. But this was a D2 guy who yes. was like 6'2", 215 or something like that. Right. Um, had a monster season for, I think it's California University of Pennsylvania, something like that. Yep, that sounds right. Um, yep. <laughs> so great there's school. a target what there. A great school. Uh, they, we haven't seen anything with the UTSA guy, although I don't know if he really adds that element of size, mm -hmm. red zone target. Mm -hmm. um, they offered the former Auburn tight end slash wide receiver, was a tight end recruit, was converted to wide receiver, um what's his name i can't remember his name right now either there's like a lot of names that. that i have to learn i mean they're keeping you on your name game man <laughs> they are they are they are stressing that to the fullest for you yes absolutely okay and then of course you've got well you kind of get into it in your article which we'll talk about. exactly um well perfect transition so i wrote about this yesterday um, posted on ddmbr.com. Yeah, check it out. Three roster trends from Coach Prime's roster rebuild. And this goes back to something he did at Jackson State. This goes back to something that uh, we talked about quite a lot just as this team was being built, even December. It's outside in. Absolutely. And um, you see it. Yep. With... We'll start with the offense here just because we were talking about EJ. But, of course, you start with Travis um, and Jimmy Horn, who were the best players for the Buffs during spring ball. Mm -hmm. You're getting in some four-star guys in O'Marion Miller, Adam Hopkins. You brought in speed guys like um, Tavares Dawson. Of course, EJ Horton now. Uh, Willie Gaines from Jackson State is another field yes, stretcher. right, right. And we then, talked about him last week when I was on the show. Mm-hmm. One of your favorites in the return game, I think. I think just watching him compared to... I haven't really watched too much Tarvarish, to be completely honest. Yeah. He, hasn't, he hasn't played much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just from what we saw from EJ, Willie's got more juice. So I think Willie will play more offense than EJ would, if I had to guess right now. Okay. Uh, like or maybe Willie is just the primary returner right, right now. Right. Um, but yeah, it starts with the speed and what they're trying to do outside, of course... Um, we've seen how they've attacked receivers in the portal, how they're going after the very best receivers in the 24 and 25 class. Right. Yeah, we talked about the trio they're trying to build. and 
AB yesterday. Yep. Talon was on He's making the prediction that AB's coming next and kind of the connections with the top guys from 24 and 25 uh, all in that group. And uh, former, I don't know if he was a teammate, but he at least played uh, or has been to camps with Ryan Wingo being out of Missouri, who top receiver in 24 class is also from. So connection there. Yes. Um, and then we can't forget about a guy, Caleb Mathis. Uh, the chat was on him early, saying that this guy's going to come in and ball. Mm -hmm. What do you know? He comes in and balls, and really it's his speed and route running out of the slot that have really carved out a nice role, and I think he proved in the spring game that this is a guy that should rotate in with the ones. Yeah, I mean, one of the early guys to get a number, it's him, Jimmy, and Travis who yep. are the wide receivers to have a number. Yeah, he's really intriguing. I just love the kid's demeanor too. Yes, absolutely. He just seems like a like smiling assassin, man. Just yep. puts his head down and goes to work and does his thing. Yep, very smart guy too. On the defensive side of the ball, of course, you have Travis who I mean, is it too far stretched to say he could be the Pac twelve's best cornerback this year? No, probably not. I mean, I'd imagine he's gonna be first team all conference preseason. Yep. Or, you know, second or first team, he's on that short list. He's one of four for right. sure. Um, then you have Cormani McClain yeah. coming in. Yeah. Who Coach Prime said may end up playing both ways. Um, of course, Jaquez Robinson and Marion Cooper now at cornerback. I mean, that's a really solid top four we're looking at now. No, it's very solid. And unlike the wide receiver group, I have far fewer size concerns. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a big group. Long. Pedigree up the gazoo. Super long. Mm -hmm. And young. Yes. Like, there's there's a lot of eligibility left in that group. It's more of a, you know, case-by-case -case basis for the wideouts. Right. Um, next trend. Versatility. It is the more you can do, the better. Mm -hmm. And this is the mm -hmm. way that college football has kind of been. The NFL has been trending this direction over the last few years. Look at players like Debo Samuel, Several Michael years. Parsons. Oh, yeah. Um, the Buffs have some of that going, too. I start with Jeremiah Brown, who ever since he committed to Colorado, it was kind of like, yeah, this guy's going to play off the ball and on the ball. On mm -hmm. the edge, he's going to mm -hmm. play linebacker. Right. Um, he's just going to kind of be a chess piece for Charles Kelly's defense Yep. and use that athleticism where you can, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started talking about D.V. Harris here because there's certainly a type, and we'll get to the type that they have yeah. on the defensive line. But when you look at D.V. Harris and his build, I mean, he's around six foot two thirty, which you're thinking defensive end. That's kind of light, blah yeah. blah. But you watch him at Old Dominion. He made plays dropping in coverage. Had uh -huh. a couple pick sixes. Um, looked like an athlete moving out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not kind of give him the Jeremiah Brown playbook or role, right? And see what he can do in space. Absolutely. And I mean, there's some versatility from the down linemen they have, you know, mm -hmm. like I think those guys can play in a three man line, but you can also move them all over a four man front on passing downs. Absolutely. Shane Cooks, Jordan Dominic, what have you. you yes, know? exactly. Um, sticking with these linebackers real quick, though, Brendan Gant, who comes in from Florida State. Mm hmm. He was a safety recruit. They moved him to linebacker. That tells you kind of all you need to know right there. The guy can just kind of work the alley or drop down right. the box, maybe even cover one-on-one -on -one in man. Uh -huh. He's got the skills. Is he your favorite to be one of the two starting safeties now? It's tough. Yeah. Because we have two heat-seeking missiles back there. I know. Um, I think we're just going to see a lot of rotation with the safety. I didn't even mention Vito Tisdale, the guy coming over from Kentucky, who Kentucky fans seem to love. So it's getting... Keep this all in mind while we're talking about this, and then we switch to the athletic article, by the way, because there's some quotes right, right. that really <laughs> make you question point, uh, yes. what these people are talking about. To defensive <laughs> end, though, they definitely have a type. All these guys measure around six foot three, two fifty. Some of them hover, you know, slightly below. I think Jordan Dominic is right at two fifty. Right. Um, and I think Taiz Alston is probably like two forty five, uh -huh. something like that. But anyways, they all kind of hover around that area, meaning these are kind of bigger defensive ends. 
and you'd figure they're going to be hand in the dirt more often than they're standing. Mm -hmm. So why not slide them into the five or the three and just move around and, you know, get some NASCAR fronts going on third down. Just get your best four pass rushers on the field. I mean, I think they're going to have to. Yeah. I mean, you know, you watch a lot of Big 12 defense and Big 12 defense is like some of what the NFL is trending towards and they're in a full-blown 3-3-5 revolution mm -hmm. to where the best edge rushers in the conference, lighter guys, like Felix uh, Anaduke Uzurike or Will McDonald, guys who went right. first round, Tyree Wilson even, yeah. are playing in three-man fronts as the defensive end as the four-eye or five-tech. So, mm -hmm. like, right over the nose of the offensive tackle. Yeah. Um, and they're, I mean, they're getting against the run. You're sacrificing some stuff because Will McDonald's like 238, mm -hmm. uh, FAU, the Kansas state edge rusher, he's 250, you know, on, on the dot. Uh, they're not big guys. They're exactly what you're describing with Tej Alston, with Jordan Dominic, you know, mm -hmm. um, and you're willing to sacrifice some of that against the run because then you have that greater flexibility against the pass and it's three three five so that means more often than not you've got five dbs out of there exactly and the way you're stacking the depth of this roster on that back end feels like we're gonna see plenty of five db looks for I sure mean, plenty and and you know like you you talk about the heat seeking missiles well could some of those guys the trevor woods you know the cam Simon craig cam Simon craig could they play on that second level with the linebackers from time to time? You for know? sure. And then you're opening it up for some of those more versatile guys you're talking about, but it's more coverage versatility, you know, than mm -hmm. in the box versatility. And now you have six DBs on the field, but it's still that three, three, five type right. look, you know, like I think you're going to see it's a lot of options that come from the versatility you're talking about. Exactly. And Gaunt out of Florida State, the linebacker, I think, is going to be one of those huge players that kind of really determines how versatile this defense can be. Mm. Because if he's able to truly be that just slot defender, mm -hmm. um, kind of, I don't want to say like a Brian Branch, because that's a, bit, a little bit more athletic, I think, and smaller, more corner type build than linebacker. Yeah. But just someone who can help you kind of cover the seams or yep. just, you know, go out and cover a flat or a buzz zone. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I mean, best guy we've seen at CU doing that was Cheeto. Um, he was just phenomenal. In that exactly. Role. So, yeah, if you could get anything like, I mean, that that's another key of being able to defend these spread offenses, you know, is having right. that. And we do know you're going to have a lot of talent at quarterback in this conference. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot. Yep. It's not the running backs who scare you in this conference. It's the quarterback. Oh, yeah. Uh, on offense, I mean, guys like Travis and Jimmy can do whatever you want, basically. You can give them the ball in reverses. Shoot, we just saw EJ Horton take a few plays mm -hmm. um, on a reverse or something like that, screens. But Dylan Edwards is the big versatile piece that we're kind of waiting to see exactly yes, what they do when they unleash him. Yeah. Weaver kind of fit that? Weaver Weaver was more like the you're just traditional, like, possession number one receiver at usf runs really good routes has solid speed he can still kind of stretch the field of course you'd rather jimmy and maybe willie Gaines do that um, but weaver can do some of that weaver is just um he's just so solid right jimmy is definitely more the guy that you want coming around totally and i mean jimmy's just so like strong you know yeah such great contact balance he makes a ton of sense for that uh, final one, experience in the trenches. Uh, the position groups yeah. most hardest hit by Coach Prime's rebuild, the offensive line and defensive line. Yeah. And they prioritized game experience yeah. over everything else Yeah, because you just want guys in there who, I don't want to say that the lights are too bright for some of these like younger guys, but just experience, man. You want guys mm. who know... And have seen situations on the field who, when you throw out there, you can have some trust. Hey, and it's physical development and it's mature. I mean, just maturity, both mm -hmm. physical and mental maturity is that those reps bring to you. You know, I mean, that's the area where uh, a quick rebuild, you are going to have to go that route. 
Because you're not, you can't rebuild in the trenches by just taking freshmen mm-hmm. and taking, you know, okay, well, hey, we're going to have some rough patches for a couple years. But trust us, you know, by 2025, we're going to, de- you know, Shadour's off to the NFL. We don't have that kind of time. Yes. You got to get ready right now in the trenches. And the only way to do that is by going after older guys. Plain and simple. Absolutely. So on the defensive side, Shane Cokes, Ty Alston, Leonard Payne, Jordan Dominic, Derek yeah. McClendon, Savelle Smalls, Chaz Wallace, and DV Harris yeah. all have at least played 20 games. That's a substantial amount of experience, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean... That's not even including Levante Bentley, who's played in like 40 games at Clemson also. And three of those at the Power 5 level? That would Dominic be... McClendon, Smalls? Alston, too. Right. Out of West Virginia. Right, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's huge right there. And then Shane Cokes is probably their best defensive lineman, and right. he was an all-Ivy League guy. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, On the offensive side of the ball, not as much turnover, but still some of the same. I mean, you got guys like Van Wells and uh, Tank in there. Right. But Tyler Brown, Savion Washington, Landon Beebe all also have played over 20 games in their collegiate career. Yeah, and I mean, you add Bailey to that group, right? Exactly. Another guy, yep. Forgot about him. Damn. Yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of experienced um, offensive linemen there for sure. And more to come. More to come. I mean, they're not stopping there, that's for sure. That's, yeah, for sure. Like, 100% on that. So keep all of that in mind, what we just said, that last segment. Oh, boy. Because, uh, (laughs) yeah, oh, boy. Shout out to Shador's number two. Oh, yes. Shador yes. Sanders' number two barbecue. Tomato-based, rich, thick, sweet, molasses-style barbecue sauce. Oh, put on the apron, my guy. Woo! We Get a camera up, on him, baby. Melissa. We oh, he is ready. Today. We aproned <laughs> up. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> you can get Shador's Look number two barbecue sauce at plbse.com. Yeah. For a limited time, use the code ALLCITY, all one word, A-L-L-C-I-T-Y, at checkout for 10% off your order of number two barbecue. Goes great with everything. Yeah. Wings, um, pork chops, shoot, chicken nuggets. Oh, <laughs> going full chicken nuggets on us, huh? I like me some nuggets. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of the nuggets. Oh, you're right in the, in the right age group. Oh, yeah, nuggets. You can watch them tonight on Fubo TV. Let's go, baby. Fubo. Over 140-plus live channels Incredible. of sports, shows, movies, and news. You can stream from any device, and you can start watching immediately with a seven-day free trial. No contract, no cable, and no hassle. You also get 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. You can watch That's the nuggets. What's that? It's a great deal. It's fantastic. On demand it. Um, I've been crushing Fubo recently, and it's really been a godsend for me. I don't Getting off to, YouTube for a second? Uh, no, we're still heavy <laughs> on YouTube. Heavy on YouTube. <laughs> but you can watch the Nuggets playoff run on Altitude and ABC with Fubo TV. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DMVR. Sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. No, it's been a lot of NFL yeah. Network for me. I've got access to NFL Network again on Fubo, so that's what I'm crushing. Look at that. That's a great plug right there. Guy just loves ball, you know. What, what can, what can we I do? say? He just loves ball. Hey, man. Who am I to do. turn down a Week 8 matchup between Dallas and Washington that's airing on the NFL Network? Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I, don't, I'm just, I don't know. They may be, I don't even know if they played this. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Let's have some fun. Please. The Athletic posted this yesterday. Oh, man. By Max Olsen and Bruce Feldman. Such rascals. <laughs> Bunch of anonymous rascally <laughs> quotes in this one. Titled, Deion Sanders' Extreme Colorado Makeover Has Coaches Buzzing. Quote, it's a tremendous risk. It's a tremendous risk rebuilding a 1-11 roster, apparently. Apparently it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Well. <laughs> Gosh, we might not win at all, you know. I know, crazy. Who who would have thunk it? (laughs) Uh, So in this article, Max Olson and Bruce Feldman got some quotes from a bunch of coaches, recruiters, um, recruiting personnel. 
Yep, uh, exactly. Around the country, Big 12 guys. I think there's some Pac-12 guys, too. A lot of Power 5 big mouths. Anonymous yes. big mouths, yeah. So, um, obviously about the roster turnover, and let's just read some of the quotes. So this is from one Big 12 director of player personnel. What we know is all eyes across all of college football are going to be on Colorado. It will impact the future of college football markedly for the next generation one way or another. An ACC recruiting director said, it's a tremendous risk to replace all of those guys it's an experiment that has never happened on this big of a scale. Those aren't bad, and I think those are all pretty accurate. This is kind of an experiment, literally building a team through the portal. No one has really done this. For sure. No one has really done it. Early returns from programs who've leaned into this more, especially in the Pac-12. I'm thinking of Washington. I'm thinking of USC. Certainly were pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um you know, like uh, we all want to be Iowa or Utah and just develop three stars that by their junior year are ready to contribute and you lean into that. That's not the college football landscape anymore. And we knew full well that wasn't going to be prime. I mean, there's just a different sense of urgency. It must be right now. Absolutely. You know, plain and simple. Yeah, man. So, um, I mean, it's an experiment. It's also an experiment because of simply where we are in this phase of college football. Mm-hmm. Everything's an experiment. It's not just yeah. at Colorado, everywhere. NIL is an experiment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, right. Conference realignment is all an experiment right, right. now. Um, a Pac-12 dire- director of player personnel said, I can appreciate the aggression and the urgency to essentially bust things down to the studs and start over. My concern is the rapid hemorrhaging of personnel within specific position rooms. They have an unfathomably low amount of scholarship players in some rooms that demand high-volume personnel. I assume this is about the defensive line. Sure, sure. Um, Couldn't be about cornerbacks and wide receivers because I'd imagine... uh, Literally set historic numbers bringing guys in there. Our concern is how are they all going to play, not... Right. Oh, God, do we have enough depth? (laughs) Um, You know, it's also like... It's so funny because... Two, three weeks ago, here on this show, you're getting messages of like, Jake, how are they even going to get down to having enough scollies? I know. They're 10 (laughs) over. How are you ever going to be able to add all these guys Coach Prime says he's going to add when, you know, your only way to do that is by like freeing up 15 scholarships? Well, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. (laughs) This guy continues said, I'd be less worried about culture and locker room dynamics right now in year one than I would be about having enough players to line up and stay healthy. What are we doing here? Yeah, no, I I think they're going to have enough players to line up and stay healthy. Um, It seems like that is setting itself up. Another one along those same lines, always by um, the first Big 12 DPP, is that if we take an undergrad transfer, we now view it Like, we're stuck with this guy for the rest of their career. The rules are written in a way to encourage you being stuck with them. If they take 25 transfers and 15 of them stink, there's really no way to get rid of those guys. I just am thinking about, like, uh, Taylor Upshaw or Zico, who have already left since (laughs) transferring to Colorado. That didn't seem super-duper hard. That kind of seemed easy. Yeah. So, huh. Yeah. Is what I have to say about that. Very much huh. Huh. And yeah, Even if these players don't work out again this year at Colorado, I'm not saying they won't, but there's bound to be a dud or two, right? Of course. Hit the there portal in December. Recruiting always, right. Just, get, just hit the portal again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This Very is... Very weird. I did think there was an interesting point um, made about... Oh, gosh, we even talked about it. Now I'm blanking. Um, I'm sorry. You you make a... Uh, what, some what more quotes here. Yeah. It is just so from a Big 12 uh, def- director of player personnel. It is just absolutely unreasonable to think you can sign 25 players out of the spring transfer portal and make your team better. Okay, that's what I want to get Unless the players to. they had were just that bad, which I don't buy. Sir, did you watch this football team last year? In the end, is the sum of the 25 new guys going to be greater <laughs> than the sum of the 25 old guys? Man, I don't know. What is this quote? What is this? 
<laughs> so, guys, please just remember that Jake's first year at the MVR, he had to cover that one in ten team. How many? How many quarterbacks? One in eleven. Did you? Get it right. How many? One in eleven. I'm sorry. How many of those quarterbacks did you have to watch? Pretty sure I watched five quarterbacks five. last year. <laughs> like, Literally, the first one he watched was a, the worst quarterback in all of Division One college that football. Was, yeah. It only got worse from there. Um, the rest of the roster was pretty rough. They had a first round, a future first round pick and a future second round pick transfer out of mm -hmm. the secondary. Mm -hmm. um, it was just a disaster. A coach was fired halfway through the season. Every game was like a 40 point blowout. I, who love college football, I love college football in Colorado. I love watching Buffs football when they're good. It's one of my favorite parts of my childhood and something I can be very nostalgic about. I couldn't tune in. It, it was too painful. And it was just like, I've got draft pod to prepare for. Right. I'm, I'm going to watch like the actual good marquee games. I'm not going to sit through three hours of watching the buffs get slaughtered. Um, I had to not watch for my own sanity. You know, that's how bad it was. So, yeah, I guess what we're saying is, geez, uh, smart to think that maybe the dudes they're bringing in are better than the guys who went out. Yeah, that actually does sound. I do buy that. I do yes. buy that. Call us crazy. We do buy that. We Thank do. You. Yeah, it's yeah. it's insane. And <laughs> this one cracked me up. One power five coach said. If you're him, don't you have to wonder who you are going to be running behind? Dion let the entire O-line go. Right. That's about the uh, the Houston nope. running back, M McCaskill? Yes. Look at me getting that right. Um, hey, maybe a fair point. I just mentioned two guys from last year <laughs> who could start on this offensive line. Also, what are, also like... Aren't they one of the front runners to sign one of his? Like yes. literally, they'd be taking his best two. offensive linemen, the two best offensive linemen from his all line currently, and putting them on the bus. It's crazy. Um, he scored like sixteen touchdowns with those guys blocking for him. I mean, yeah. well, maybe we can. Uh, Cameron Johnson didn't allow a sack in like six hundred some rushes. The mo the the part I blanked on earlier, but the most interesting point I saw was the hitting the portal in the spring versus the portal in December. This is the only and fair how that point could be from this article. A little riskier. Right. right. Yeah. Um and it's just common sense. You leave in December, you have more time. You actually get to participate in spring practices for your new team. It's going to be a bigger, more attractive pool. Yes. Um Especially with those guys, maybe the D2 FCS guys, you know, it's a bigger pool of those who want to, you know, level up. But again, you're the front runners for a lot of these guys who are still available at Houston, the top G5 running back, O-lineman, at Old Dominion, you know, one of the top FCS or lower level D1. So that crop is still there. And you're getting all these Power 5 transfers. And this one, too, from a Power 5 director of football operations. People can say what they want, but with NIL, for him to get legit dudes, he's got to have real money. Do you even understand? Does this guy understand who the hell he's talking about? This is Dion Sanders. Kids are just going to want to play for him because of who he is. He was doing it at Jackson State. And yes, and it's continued to happen here at Colorado because he of maintains course. they of don't have NIL money. Yeah, of course it would. Um, I, yep. I, but you know, it's it's some very like gatekeepy old guard stuff. Yeah. Where it's like we only conceive this this way. Even NIL, we only understand it this way. You have to throw bags of cash at kids because there's nothing behind our actual program. We are just the facade. We are, you know, a paper-thin institution. All that really counts is the money we have mm -hmm. because we are susceptible to the fan base losing their mind by week four and just firing a guy, and we've got 
zero ethics, zero long-term planning. We'll flip conferences. We'll flip on anyone and everything, uh, no matter what. Um, then, yeah, it'd be impossible to understand what Coach Prime is trying to build here at Colorado. Just doesn't make sense, man. Yeah. Um, thank you to uh, Bruce Feldman and Max Olson for the content today. Uh, we appreciate it. Like, truly, with all sincerity. Yes. That was really great. Yes. And big shout out to the Big 12 Anonymous <laughs> jabronis <laughs> giving us these quotes. Yeah. You guys are the real MVPs. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> so somber. What else do we got? Williams Nwaniri. Oh, my gosh. One of. My guy. Yes. One of the top recruits, if not the top recruit, in the entire country for the class of 2024. Yeah. Has released a top 10. Disruptive phenom interior defensive lineman. 6'6", uh, 250. Where out of? Out of Lee's Summit, Missouri. Mizzou kid. Mizzou kid, yes. Talked a little bit about him with uh, Talon last night, or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You did, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so the top 10. Tennessee, OU, Missouri, Arkansas, Alabama, Ole Miss, Oregon, Nebraska, Georgia, and Little Old CU for the number one player in the country who was at the spring game. He sure was. Um, What's up with these guys being in on Nebraska? Like, get with it. Uh, They just had a commitment today, too, like a four-star. I don't know. Trying to play for a, like... Four and twelve NFL coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, winning four games in the Big Big Ten and getting slaughtered by Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, come on, just embarrassing. Um, Kiana Wilhite also released a top six. This is a 2024 defensive lineman, three star guy. Very interesting top six. Okay, because CU. Yeah. Four other Pac-12 schools and then Nebraska. Arizona, UCLA, Oregon State, Arizona State, Nebraska, and CU. No USC in there. No USC. Very interesting. You know, UCLA, by the time he's there, is a Big Ten program. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But still. Nebraska needs to, like, figure out their own shtick. Like, go do your own thing. (laughs) Leave us be. Ideally. Yeah. Yep. Maybe uh, after CU whoops their ass in week two this year, they'll kind of get the message. That would be nice. That would be enjoyable. I agree on that. Keanu Wilhite, 656th overall player in the 24 class, 62nd overall D lineman, a light 6'5", 236 out of Tucson, Arizona. There you go. Um, so we're keeping an eye on that one. It's all about new and eerie, though. Yes, absolutely. All about new one here. Uh, Jason Robinson. Do you remember Jason Robinson, Dre? Remind me. So Jason Robinson committed to USC a long time ago. Yeah. Like uh, almost two years ago. Uh-huh. Was committed to them till February. Decommitted. Oh, gosh. Has visited Colorado at least once. And um, I'm guessing he really liked it because he posts those pictures quite often. Uh huh. Um, anyways, he was teasing that he's going to release a list of top schools, and uh, I think he's planning to come back on an official visit. Love this. Yeah, I'm seeing a little Star Wars inspired photo here. Yeah. Yep. Great, great stuff. 413th overall player, 60th wide receiver in this class, a 247 sports composite, four star. Huh. That's all we got today. There you go. Guys, get your questions in now. We will get to them very, very shortly. Yeah, I got the likes up. And smash that like button. 170. Let's get our guy Dre to 200. Come on. Come on. We can do it. Show Ryan what he gets for twerking out there on the golf course, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. And follow the podcast or subscribe to the podcast, I should say, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Review. And please, if you wouldn't mind, give us a five-star review if you've been enjoying the show. We are a five-star podcast on Spotify, but only a 4.6 on Apple Podcasts. 
high enough to where Coach Prime would still recruit us. If everybody in here watching this show right now went to Apple Podcasts and gave us a five-star review, we'd be a five-star Apple Podcast podcast. Come on, guys. Let's you make can it happen. fix that. You can remedy this. <laughs> you can do it. Um, Shout there out to the American Raptors at Infinity Park. Professional Ooh. rugby has returned to Rugby Town, USA. Look as that. your hometown American Raptors have begun... It's six-match homestand against the six South American rugby teams that make up the brand-new Super Rugby Americas competition. You can find their schedule at AmericanRaptors.com. Um, you can also find tickets for the American Raptors at AmericanRaptors.com, and you can stream all of their matches live on ESPN+. Plus. If you didn't get the ticket you wanted as an elite athlete, check out the opportunities at Infinity Park. Rugby just may be your next ride. Um, they've got people from all types of backgrounds, football, baseball, basketball, track, wrestling, soccer, out there playing the great game of rugby. It's amazing, man. Also, check out the DMVR Rugby Podcast hosted by our guy Colton Strickler. Oh, yeah. And then shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love our Breck brews here at DMVR. It's going to be a very festive Breck Brew night with the Nuggets playing here tonight. On Cinco de Mayo. On yes. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, wow. Going to be an absolute trouble. party here at the DMVR bar tonight. Yeah. Uh, you could try out some of our favorites the Mile High City Golden Ale, the Mountain Beach Sour, Strawberry Sky, even the Fun Slinger. They're all delicious from Breckenridge Brewery. You can check out their beer locator at www. Breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. There you go. Nicely done, man. Thank you, sir. Yeah, quite impressed. Um, what do the people want to talk about today? What do the people want to talk about? Miller, Jake, do you have visitors list for this weekend or know where one is? Um, I do not have a visitors list coming out this weekend, but I can try and see if our good old friend Adam has anything worth checking out there over at Buff Stampede. That's the place to hit up, exactly. Um, I mean, that's the place to hit up for visit visitors either way. Yes. We do what we can here, but uh, Adam is just going to inevitably trump us in that regard. Yeah, I mean, he's... And he does killer work, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not seeing a list... Um, no. So stay tuned. I feel like I had someone visiting that I talked about on Twitter. I'll have to mm. find that one, though. Cool stuff. One, two, three. So what are the buffs lacking at this point? It's hard to piece all these together. Do they have a complete team? Um, It's getting there. It's getting there. I mean, depth is really where we're at right now. Um, you could throw out a starting lineup with what you have right now. Yes. Um, yes, you might be a smidge short. Like, you might want a little more help on the defensive line, depth-wise, maybe right. a little size-wise. Um, offensive line, same thing. Maybe a little depth at running back. Do you have a starting tight man. end? Tight end is probably the one at this point. Uh, of course, defensive line depth. Yeah. Backup quarterback feels Backup like quarterback that's an area you want to address. Yeah. For sure. Um, so you're perfecting the roster. You're certainly not um, at a final version, but I think like if you had to throw out a starting 11 right now, you're not in the worst spot. Right. Thank you, Lawrence. Uh, Jordan Buchanan, who we talked about earlier in the week, cornerback from Purdue, is visiting this weekend. Great job, Lawrence. I My actually guy, saw Lawrence. him in the, in the chat saying that earlier. So always on top of it. Um, someone had a comment above Lawrence also. Jaden Davis is visiting from Purdue. Getting some Boilermakers in, huh? The Ryan Walters connection, huh? Yeah. Going a little... Black and gold, but it's a nicer, a nicer black, a nicer gold. That's fair to say. You're not in Indiana either, so you got that going for you. I think we can safely say here that this is a Purdue-friendly podcast. Well, definitely, definitely. We have no bad blood with Purdue, no, do we? No, all in on the Boilermakers. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Right. Yep, absolutely. 
Vel, has anyone looked at DMVR Buff Show from last year this time? I wonder what they were talking about. Alyssa, can you answer that? Um, what was Henry talking about this time last year? Were you, were you on at this point? No. August. Uh, he's reviewing the season. You know, it was a lot of like the disappointment <laughs> no. of the bigger transfers, you know. Um, yeah, it was a lot of the their, sky is falling. All their best players left. And it was a little trying to talk yourselves into the transfers that came in last year. All seven of them. Yeah. Um, turned out not that they, they weren't as great as we might have hoped. They weren't as great. And the quarterback competition was really in people's minds. Was <laughs> after a horrible freshman season would b Lou or the Tennessee transfer. Uh, JT Shroud. JT Shroud. Wow. Um, take this so team rough, and what we're talking about now and literally go complete 180 exact opposite. That's what this show was right. a year ago from right now. Yeah, there you go. Chris says no one committed today. Unless something is broken in the last 45 minutes. I haven't seen anything. Right. Let me check the mentions. Last commitment was EJ Horton. Um, I think we're good for right now. So no commitments yet. Beautiful. Well done. Alfredi, Jake and Andre, what players out of your projected starters on uh, on defense are possible NFL talent? And in general, how do they compare to Pac-12 defenses? Well, you start at the cornerbacks, of course. Travis Hunter and Kamrani seem like they're going to be NFL draft picks at some point, possibly first-rounders. Travis, for sure, Yep. at least. Yep, I think Jordan Dominic's another one. I mean, going double digits in sacks in the SEC a year ago uh, will put you on those radars. you got to kind of figure out how does he win consistently because now it's more effort, motor, length, strength. None of those are necessarily like premier NFL traits. Um, Shane Cooks, certainly. Yep. Jeremiah Brown. Jeremiah Brown could get in the conversation. Um, then I mean, the safety group is extremely interesting. I mean, you and got some. You know, the linebackers, former Alabama and Clemson linebackers, mm -hmm. those guys are definitely in the mix as well. Yep. I immediately go to the grad transfer. So Levante Bentley, a guy who's played him 40 years at Clemson, has been able to get on the field, just hasn't started. Yeah. He has, I don't know. At least 90 tackles, six tackles for a loss, forces a fumble, has an interception or two. He's probably getting looks. Yeah. Um, Ty Jalston comes in as a grad transfer on the edge. Mm -hmm. This guy has a seven-sack season. Right. We're talking about him. Right. Um, but, I mean, this is kind of some speculation right now, but there is some... Yeah, for The sure. talent is definitely improved, and if a handful of guys have a big season... There's definitely some NFL caliber players on this roster. Yeah, and I mean, because it's speculative, you don't quite know how they'll match up because you got to see how everyone can gel together and play and what have you. But the best defenses a year ago, which I'd say were like Oregon and Utah, have lost their best players, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that USC has closed that gap enough. They're just going to be so bad defensively. Yeah, I think so, too. So how does it stack up? I think it's it projects to be one of the better defenses of um, the Pac-12 and maybe a faster, lighter defense. You know, maybe mm -hmm. stylistically a, a smidge different from some of the other top Ds in the country, a lot in of, the conference, at least. A lot of DeMoy Kennedy hype in the chat. Oh, yeah. yeah We're I mean, with you. For yeah. sure, man. For sure. We get it. Miko Reddick. Any update with Sean Washington, the D lineman from Georgia? Mm. He was offered after visiting um, last weekend. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. No updates, guys. No updates. Yep. Going this on his Twitter page, literally, his last tweet was him announcing his offer from Colorado. Uh, that was April 29th. We're waiting, Sean. Yeah. Oz Maldonado. When you want to do a show with Jake, RK, and Andre all at once, it would be fire. That's coming. We're going to plan that out. 
Yeah. And then when we do, we'll make that a regular thing. Yep. Because that'd be tons of fun. Absolutely. Yeah. Two of my favorite people to podcast with. Hell so yeah, it'd be, man. It'd be an, offer, uh, an honor to have these guys. Be legendary. Yeah, absolutely. This one's for you, Dre. Sloan asks, what is your job description at DMVR? Yeah, you guys always get like one little piece out of me every episode. Usually it's about what shoes I'm rocking. I am, believe it or not, the GM here at DMVR. So make of that what you will. But I'm, uh, yeah, kind of help oversee it all. My guy. Yeah. Some with another question. What month does training restart? believe end of July, early August-ish. We're waiting on official word. I promise I will tell you guys exactly as soon as I know. What are you doing in this time where there's not actual ball to cover? What are your plans? What are my plans? Fishing like Travis? <laughs> no. You go to the rec gym, just cross guys up? No. Because you enjoy embarrassing people? I mean, I'm going to... I'm. The plan is to get back in the gym here very soon. Oh, just to, man. Oh, yeah. he's coming. Just to tone up a little bit. To the bit. gym near you. He's coming, baby. Yes. I mean, this has kind of been like my schedule the last three years. Yeah. Just covering the draft and everything is it's like absolutely insane from january to february and then of course during football season i'm watching ball yeah um so the summer is the time to that's your window, work man. off all those uh those beer drinking pounds from uh watching ball. <laughs> right hey that's your window <laughs> you gotta make it count um but honestly i don't know i'd like to go back home at some point hang out with the fam for a bit see my puppy there you go um, maybe go back home to Albuquerque and chill with the friends for a bit. Okay. But, uh... Now we're talking. Yeah. Plan is just hang out here, I guess. Crush some Breck brews. Cheer on the Nuggets as they hopefully go on to win the finals. And then... That's right. Just getting ready for football season, really. What's your summer look like? Just chilling. I think the wifey's going to be traveling a bit. We'll see which of those trips I partake in. Um... And then kind of laying low, hanging out, yep. staying here, watching the Nuggets like you. There you go. We ain't hard to find. We are not hard to find, but it's always a pleasure doing these pots with you, brother. Yes, sir, my man. It was another great week of the show. I mean, last week was just absolutely legendary, but uh, this week we sustained some momentum. Love that for us. We're, uh, we can't complain right now. Yeah. Big signings, good things happening. Shout out to everyone in the chat. Shout out to everyone listening. Shout out to you, producer Alyssa. Hell shout yeah. out to you, Dre. Um, and shout out to RK, who's out there twerking on the golf course. Yep. Shout out to you, Jake, sir. <laughs> Thank you, sir. We'll be back Monday. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs, baby. <laughs>